When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn, Darwin. Look, big, big week of NTFL football coming up. Uh, we have spoken about the NTFL Premier League games. And now it is time to talk about the NTFL Women's Premier League. And a man integral to all of that is Rick Nolan, the coach of the Pint Queen Ants. Rick, do we have you on the line? G'day, boys. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Hey, uh... Ricky, a big week for the Queen Ants. Probably an unexpected loss last weekend to Waratah. What went wrong? Yeah, I just don't think we had a good day at the office. Just one of those days where you just don't play well. Probably, I think we had one one winner in Zoe McQueenie on the day, and um, they're probably not enough not enough for us uh, as a group to uh, to get the job done. So we just didn't play play real well. It's a simple answer. Yep. Uh, obviously a big contest this week against St Mary's. Who are some of the danger players for the Saints and what is the key to winning? Yeah, look, I think we're just... Yeah, we're going to have more winners. They always say a final. There's always one out of the middle. So we've just got to win the footy out of the middle. And, you know, we've got a fairly potent forward line that was a little bit down last weekend. I don't think that will happen again. Hopefully not. And, uh, yeah, just get the ball down to them. Mate, a bit of a complicated question here. Um, could be a bit of a tricky one, but Danielle Ponta, are you expecting her to play? And do you run a tag on her? I know she copped a lot of attention from Waratah a fortnight ago, and of course she got injured last week against the Buffaloes. Do you do you tell your players to put that physicality onto her if she if she does play? Yeah, it's a pretty big weapon. Like, uh, she's, she's not the best player in the NTFL. She's nearly the best player in the AFLW. So yes. you know, to have her running around out there, is, yeah, it's like... An NTFL side like having a Buddy Franklin running around, so it's someone to certainly um, certainly got to watch, and you know, and that, yeah, a highly highly talented footballer. Mate, what are some of the key differences between coaching a men's Premier League team and a women's Premier League team? You've obviously had a lot of success in both. Um, I don't think it's that yeah, it's that much you know that much different to tell the truth. I've got an amazing group that you know they they drive high standards and they you know, really enjoy training hard and. And that's, uh, I don't think it's that, that much different suppose, things, since things like breastfeeding uh, breastfeeding at half time and things like that are, is obviously mm. a, a lot different. Or, you know, we won a flag <laughs> a couple of years ago and girls get pregnant. So that, that side of it is different. The, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'll go back to coaching men one day. Uh, I think I'll be a better coach for, for having coached women, I think. Um, so, but it's, uh, I, people often ask me that and I... Look, Rick, I uh, am unfortunate that you got cut off then. So we had a bit of technical issues. I don't know if the people listening live can still hear you, but we couldn't hear anything out of our headphones. So I'll just rephrase that again. Uh, you were talking about the differences between coaching men's Premier League and women's Premier League. Do you still enjoy the coaching caper? Is it something that you think you'll do long term? And, and will we see you again, uh, say, coaching men at Premier League level? Yeah, I was just saying, I, was sort of saying, I don't think there is that much of a difference really between coaching the two. But, you know, the men that I coach were an amazing group, the women that I coach were an amazing group that set really high standards. So, so the only difference, I suppose, is, you know, I coached the Premiership a few years ago and uh, you know, girls get pregnant and there's breastfeeding at half time. I suppose that's a little bit different. But I don't think mm. in their attitudes, they just train as hard, they want to achieve as much. It's just the same. 
Um, when I go back, I'm really got a passion to get back into men's coaching. But uh, hmm. probably my biggest problem is I just absolutely love coaching the group that, I, that I'm coaching at the moment. I just enjoy it so much. So. I really want to coach men again and have have another go at that. Uh, I think I'll always coach, whether it's going to be like when I finish coaching at St Mary's, I coach the St Mary's under sixteen B side. Like so, yeah. I just love coaching. I love trying to get better at coaching and that sort of thing. So, I'll always coach. I'll definitely one hundred percent coach men again someday. My probably my biggest problem is I just absolutely love coaching this group. Again, it could be a potentially tricky question for you to answer, but do you? have any preference as to which team you will coach I know you can't nail down a specific club but does it have to be a return to St Mary's or would you like to say broaden your horizons and go elsewhere uh, I sort of had a bit of an attitude that when I went to Saints and I have been offered quite a few different jobs over the time and I was just so being aligned to Saints a life member then being and I love the club dearly but uh, I've sort of probably grown out of that grown out of that and I've yeah, I love coaching and you talk about mental health and that sort of thing. That's what I love doing. So, of course, I don't want to coach against St. Mary's, but I, at the other, the, the other stages, that's my passion in life. It's not some people mm. like fishing. I love coaching. So, yeah, I don't, I think it's also got to, I've actually heard you and other people speak about it. Probably got to have a group, you know, the group that, yeah, I, I do. I want to win and I do love high standards and I love creating that that environment. So I've got to probably pick the right one. Not all groups are going to be suited to my style. I'm lucky Mm. with the girls. They just just want to, you know, they want to get better at footy. And I love the teaching side of footy. I just absolutely love teaching. So, yeah, it's my passion. Coaching is what I just love doing. So once upon a time, I just, I found it hard to, to that I wouldn't be able to coach St Mary's but now I just you probably I've probably got to put my mental health or what I want to do and what I want to do is I just love coaching yeah on that note Rick um, Raffi mate um, would you I think that's the hardest one is um, probably going to a club where you get the full buy and the, and the players want you um, is that is that probably going to be the hardest thing if you you were to like you know you can have the club officials um want you and tell you they want you but then because if you've never had anything to do with a player group or you don't know their standards and whatnot is that something you'd look into to make uh, sure I, I that the actual player have, group wants you yeah I'd, I'd have to because some people might and may, may not like that that style I, i've got yeah you know, the group that i had with the men i had unbelievable relationships and you know and, and finished with you know finished as strong as ever the playing group with the girls my relationships with them are, are absolutely awesome and that that, that you've got to look at who suits you like a, a gary Lyon, he, he may not suit a certain playing group so that's one thing i just do have to look at it yep. i'd look at a playing group and that's a, it'd be an absolute disaster if someone like me that just lives and breathes football yeah, I went into a group that yeah you know, take football socially. It's just not going to work. So of course, yeah, I've got to look. Yeah. I've, I have to look into the, and I've got to look into me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've got to look into me, and I probably haven't been offered other coaching jobs because I'm not suited to that group. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think uh, Rick, you coached me for a, a few years, and it was an interesting time. So this isn't going to be a, a backhanded compliment because before I preface this question, I must say that no other coach that I've had in senior football, and I've, I've played a fair bit of footy now under a lot of different coaches, no other coach has been like you who has called me up on an off night and said, hey, do you want to go get a coffee at, uh, at, at Jape Homemaker Village or something like that and go through video edits? So um, I certainly always appreciate everything, and I'm sure there's many players in that boat that appreciate all the time and effort that you put into them and, and your match analysis. But what I will say, Rick, is you have delivered some of the biggest, scariest sprays that I've ever seen from a coach. Is there still room for that uh, while you're coaching Women's Premier League? 
Um, nah, probably. I, look, <laughs> I think I'm a significantly better coach. Like when I do go back to men, whenever it is, and as I said at the moment, I just love the group that I'm coaching. Mm-hmm. But I think I'll be a better coach for having coached women. So yeah, you know, and I, I, I don't think I delivered a spray, like a monster spray, um, in my last year of coaching St Mary's until. So, yeah, of course, to the girls, I give some stern words now. You know, some stern words now. Yeah. Then, but they're a group that can, you know, we're not playing well. This is what, instead of giving a spray, right, we're not playing well. And this is why we're not playing well. And try to explain. Mm. And I think you can do, there's a difference between a spray you know, or something personal. And then there's a difference between, hey, we're not we're not performing well. But then backing it up with the reasons we're not performing well. Because we're getting beaten out of the middle. Our forwards are behind or our, you know, our starting points in the defence. So you, it's about giving a spray but also giving direction, you know, giving direction within the spray. Yeah, I think it's certainly about timing and also the person you're delivering the spray to. You know, we know um, some people don't respond to that style. But, uh, hey, look, taking it away from your own coaching and, and the Queen Ants, what are your thoughts on Pint's first year in the Premier League, the, the Men's Premier League? Uh, probably don't watch it as much as they can. It's sort of a funny one. You look at Waratahs now, and they're going to win the grand final by 10, 10, 10 goals. Mm. But footy's a, footy's a funny game. Uh, it can turn around, uh, turn around pretty quickly. But they're, they're in a bot. You can't win a premiership if you're not in the grand final. And no. at the moment, Waratahs are in a great, they're in the grand final. They're in the box seat, but they're in a similar position, uh, similar position uh, last year. To be interesting this week, you know, with district. Uh, like, I've watched a lot of districts, and then I watched the game pretty closely last week, and they didn't look real good. But you know, the names on the paper, they're, they're obviously, you know, it's a, a, you don't finish top of the ladder for no reason. They're obviously a pretty good side. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting, but at the moment, it just looks like no one will be able to beat Waratahs. So. Rick, what's your expectations on Pint heading into next year? Uh, do you think, like, obviously, it's the first year into the Premier League, and I thought they exceeded expectations. I was one of those people uh, who, who didn't think they'd win very many games, but they've recruited quite well. Do you think, without having a junior base, that something like that is sustainable? What do you think Pint's expectation would be next year? Yeah, look, I, I agree with you. I thought they've done absolutely exceptional, recruited well, but a lot of that's, you know, as you said, you can just recruit a bloody one player and it can make the world a difference. So hmm. they've got to recruit, keep recruiting well. Um, the facilities are second. You know, if I had the, I would have loved to have those facilities when I was coaching St Mary's. So that attracts people to your club. So I think they're set up really well there. Um, it's a great culture. Like it's a, just a ripper club. No one's bigger than anyone. Like bloody everyone's very, very even. Um, and yeah, so it's it's. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Yeah, like it's the, the, they can go on, but juniors they've got to get their junior system right. Yeah. Nah, for sure. Hey, last one from us. Do you have a Nichols medal and a Gwyn medal prediction? Uh, Gwyn medal. Rennie Hicks will go pretty close for us in the uh, in the. Um, in the the Gwyn medal, I reckon uh, I reckon Matty Dennis would have to be a chance in the men. Mm. So I reckon he's had a, he's had a pretty good year, and he's big and stands out. So. Yeah, also won more games this year at the Crocs as opposed to when he was playing at Palmerston. So, yep. Hey, Rick, thank you very much for your time and uh, good luck tomorrow in the big clash. Cheers. Thanks, boys. Cheers, Ricky. That was Queen Ants coach, Pint Queen Ants coach, Rick Nolan. Obviously, plenty of uh, history in the NTFL competition as a player for St. Mary's, a multiple premiership time player, multiple premiership coach as the men's Premier League. Raph, I thought that was interesting and kind of exciting that yeah. he said he's interested to have a return to the men's Premier League. Yeah, to um, other clubs out there oh, listening, yeah. you'd, you'd be um, putting it together a bit of a package for uh, Ricky Nolan. Um, yeah. But he's coaching ability. And, and like you mentioned, what he done with you, take you away and sit you down and... 
you know, when I came back from my Melbourne days, um, you know, he sends a, a, a video edit to every player mm. what you can improve on and what you didn't do well. Um, and that's massive for NTFL football. I think the big one, and and it'll be interesting if Rick listens back on this, that I thought in my younger days as an 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old at St. Mary's, like I had enough really good players around. I was there to play try and play my best football and I was so nervous whenever I had the ball literally at training I would be so nervous that I had to hit the target and I didn't think that some of Rick's uh, hard taskmaster style was detri- was uh, good for my football um, I, I, I tried to do everything I possibly could you know I was doing the extras and that sort of stuff but I really and it might seem weird because I do I was doing my footy riding and that sort of stuff but I suffered so badly with confidence um, in myself as a footballer I got nervous there was times where I didn't want to call for the ball because I knew a mistake um, would get heavily scrutinized um, and, and I didn't want to act like that was that overall Rick Nolan was a negative coach because at the same time, if you asked Rick, hey, can I do some extras or can we do some ground balls or practice my kicking or something like that, yep. he'd be the first bloke you'd pull aside because he just has so much time for the players. Yep. Um, and, and then when I, I left St. Mary's in 2015 and obviously the Darwin Buffaloes now, but I heard that Rick's coaching style and, and I'm, he sort of alluded to that after coaching the women, it's, it's changed drastically. And I think that by now he's a far better communicator. So I'm really, really excited. Like he says, he thinks he's a better coach now than what he was back then. And he was certainly a good coach then that got the results done. So exciting times. And like you said, if there was a Premier League club on the lookout for a coach, I reckon Rick Nolan would be the first person I'd call. Yeah, definitely, mate. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. Finding a place to write your next chapter.